All right, let's do it. Hey guys, this is Freed Indeed with Kara. And Katie. We just want to welcome you guys uh, to our second episode. Uh, first, I want to thank you all for tuning in. And we are just wanting to wish, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and hope you had a great one as well. Today, we want to speak on specifically how to hear from God and what that looks like in our own personal lives. Katie, do you have any comments on that? Well, hello, Kara. Merry late Christmas. Merry late Christmas, my friend. You look beautiful as always. Oh my gosh. I'm literally sitting here, my hair up, my glasses on. I have probably worn this outfit three or four times this week during Christmas because packing was just rough going back home. And this morning I got up and threw on everything. And I was like, I don't even know if this needs to be washed, but we're going with it. (laughs) Hey, if it makes you feel better, I, so this is embarrassing to admit. I got sick last week and I wore the same outfit for an entire week and didn't change. So for you, that is an accomplishment. Let me tell you. Yeah. So thankfully not COVID, but I had some, I've had some bug and I've just been like, meh. So praise report, honey, not COVID, not COVID. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Sister. Yeah, no, feeling a little bit better here. So we're, we're pumped um, to be on with you guys and we're thankful for you. We are just excited. I mean, we're pumped right now, right, Katie? Yeah. I mean, we're very tired. It took us like 30 Mm -hmm. minutes to even get our (laughs) mic set up. (laughs) We're tired. I have the holiday hangover blues. I mean, not actually hungover, but you know, just, (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, 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 not that kind of hungover, but just from the week Mm -hmm. and you're sad because you leave your family. I've eaten everything under the sun. I haven't washed my hair in three days. My dog here has anxiety from being in a new place after being in Hartsville for a week. So we're a little tired, homegirl. We're a little tired, but it's okay. We thriving. We're thriving and we're here (laughs) for episode two, right in time for the new year. So we're Girl, good. yes. Who's pumped for 2022? Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> oh we're ready, God. girl. Actually, edit in some clapping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we should edit some clapping. We need to figure out how to do that. Oh, but my gosh. oh my gosh, there's going to be a bark in the background that's not edited. That's just my dog just telling me <laughs> he's tired too. It's fine. But join the club. I wanted Ponga. to mention too before we got started. Pongo is just feeling the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit activate, you know? <laughs> I just want to mention that the reviews that we got were awesome. Were they not? Like so uplifting from the first episode. So thank you to everyone that listened and subscribe, rate, review, whatever that the podcasters normally say, but they were so nice. And I know that you felt that too, Kara. And oh, just super uplifting. So thank you guys for that. Thank you guys. We are so blessed. We are so excited. And yeah, several people reached out to us and just was excited about it and felt blessed by it. And so that's why we're here. You know, we're here to, to speak some truth and to bless other people. And that's, you know, that's the reason we're here. So thank you again for all of you who uh, subscribed or liked us or however, whatever you do with podcasts these days, I think you subscribe, right. And then comment. Yeah. Thank <laughs> something you like that. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. But thank you again. Seriously. We are, are so excited to start this journey of podcasting and we're learning and today, as Katie mentioned, we it took us about 30, 30 minutes. I have a mic today. Hopefully, it sounds okay. So we'll see how it, how it comes about afterwards. So we'll see. I'm just laughing. I just know that we had to 
be very looking very funny to my dog testing testing one two three can you hear me now can you hear me now (laughs) it was a struggle I literally yelled get behind me Satan I was like something's here we got to combat that we want to get this episode out so yeah Kara thanks for being here girlfriend we are I'm excited we get to hang out because we live pretty far away so it's 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 a hangout for us too you know it is yeah so Kara okay Tell us what we're going to talk about today. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so we are talking about hearing from God today, you guys. What a great topic. And we are very excited. We just kind of want to go into our own personal like experiences with this, because I think a lot of Christians haven't tapped into that idea of how do I hear from God, you know? And God speaks in a billion different ways, and he's always speaking. And I don't believe there's a time where he's not speaking to his creation. So I kind of wanted to go in a little bit of our experiences personally, the way has God spoken to us over the years and, you know, what that looks like in our own personal journeys and, you know, some encouragement for people who don't feel like they've heard from God um, yet. Can I just say, as you were talking, Kara, your cat came in the picture behind your head. And for a split second, I didn't know. I just forgot you had a cat. And for a second, I was like, what the heck? is behind her head is it in the window I was like Kara someone's looking in the window you need to go call 911 it's fine you're behind me Satan whatever it is yeah it's just Ocho my cat's name is Ocho I love it my dog's name is Pongo and he's here barking so Kara you can go ahead and get us started I'm gonna run get him a little treat which is right here if I exit the view just know I'm listening to you and the viewers Katie will be back We'll be back shortly. So for me personally, I experience God in a lot of different ways. So for me, God has been speaking in a lot of different sets of ways, how he speaks. I think from the beginning, number one, the word of God is the way the Lord speaks to us. And I think that from the, I mean, for, even from the beginning of being a baby Christian, the Lord has always showed up in that area. And it usually what that looks like is a little God wink. Have you ever heard the term God wink, Katie? No, but I love that. So what that means is when you're reading the Bible, I'll go in. I do the Bible in a year plan usually every year. And I go through and I do like a certain, if you have, don't have, you don't have the app, it's uh, the Bible app. They have a bunch of different types of, you know, I guess a sort of plans you can go through. And the one that I love is the Bible in a year. It kind of gives you a way to tap into the Bible where it's not like you're just sitting and reading word after word. It's more like you feel a connection because there's a sort of like a paragraph that explains what you're reading and a story about it. And sort of, you can step into that. So the first experience I had was the Lord would sort of highlight a verse or you'd read something, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's see. It's almost like a God wink is like a highlight In your mind, the Lord speaks to you about. He's like, this is what I want to show you today. Or this is where I'm encouraging you. That's kind of my experience with the Bible. What about you? So I have started reading the Bible recap. Tara Lee Cobble is the host. It is a podcast. It's wonderful. So basically it breaks it up for you and it will, you start in Genesis. It's designed for like 10 minute devotions. So it'll say, okay, let's say day one, you start with Genesis chapter one through three, right? You read that and then the podcast goes along with it. And she explains so much about the text that we read. It's really changed my opinion on the Bible. I mean, not my opinion, really perspective is a much better word. It's changed that because I've tried to read the Bible before and 
I mean, I feel like a lot of Christians can understand this. Sometimes the Bible's hard, especially mm-hmm. when you get in the genealogy. There's some things that really I don't think should be taken literally. It means a lot more. It's just, oh God, it, it's amazing how much it's changed my perspective on that. And I had a little God wink when I was reading that. I tried to make it a habit. And I remember I was, gosh, I think it was, yeah, it was the story of Joseph and his struggle when his brother betrayed him, sold him into slavery. And just, you know, the story of Joseph, just what he endured even when he got to Egypt. And then how when his brothers came back, he could have killed them because he became what like second in command to the king yeah and he forgave them and I remember reading that and I was going through small my own struggles with forgiveness I was like wow it was a little god wink it's like if he can do that why can't you do it this so I think hearing from god definitely comes from reading the word first of all but I'm just going to go ahead and be very transparent about this episode this was a hard one for me And I know you and I always talk like prep before, but I struggled. Like I try to get inspired before we go on or like sit there and think and meditate and just, you know, get my thoughts together. And this was a hard conversation for me because there are times I'm like, I don't know if I've heard from God as much as other people. And it really made me look inward and do some reflecting. Like, am I taking the time out of my day to hear from God or am I... Or my eyes not open to it. Don't get me wrong. I have heard from God. You know, there's some instances, maybe one or two, but not many. And I'm like, Lord, am I not a good enough Christian? So this was a really reflective thing for me this week and a hard topic, which I'm really glad we're discussing this because I needed that too. Yeah, it's so good. I also want to go back to the point you said about Moses, uh, not Moses. It was... Joseph. Joseph, I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. And he was second in command of Pharaoh. And actually, weird story. I had the exact same experience with you that you had, except I was reading through Genesis, I believe it was Genesis, and he was talking about how he just wept. He cried. Like he 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 saw his brothers and he just was full of so much love for them. And I just broke I just broke down and, and, and cried because that's that's the father's love for us, you know? Yeah. And yeah. this idea, you know, of we've made all these mistakes, you know, we aren't imperfect humans, but Jesus, you know, he looks at us and he sees goodness and, and love and he just he just I mean it's just a beautiful representation of also how God sees us through Christ, because when he looks at us, he sees Jesus. You know what I mean? So where Jesus came so that we could you know, have relationship with the father, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a great representation of that. Yep. So you have heard from God in that instance. And I have too, yeah. which I don't think I realized at the moment that I was hearing from God, little God wings or the little whispers, someone in a podcast I recently listened to, I cannot remember. I'll have to go back and look, but he said, it's almost like the little whisper that you hear and a whisper in a crowded room you can't hear but a whisper in a silent room sounds like I mean just sounds like shouting Mm. so that really stuck out to me when I was trying to prep for this podcast I was like oh my gosh let me look up some things I always try to find other podcasts that speak on this topic and that one really stuck out to me because I struggle with not being able to turn off the noise from the world and that was a big theme I wanted to bring into this today because I feel like a lot of other people can experience that too 
how to sit back and have silence and be still and know. And you're yes. helping me a lot with that care. I will say you're definitely helping me with that. So I appreciate that. Oh, Hey, I'm happy. I mean, thank you for saying that. That's sweet. I was going to say like that, the, the verse that came to mind when you said that was first Kings 19, <clears throat> 11. It talks about how I'm going to read it. Actually. It says, it says the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. The Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. And that verse right there is exactly how the Lord speaks often. It's a very quiet whisper. And I think the Lord just needs us. And for me, okay, this is a really sensitive topic for me because it took me a long time to be able to get quiet because I had so much stuff going up going on mentally that I could not sit still for anything. And it was very spiritual, but I, I struggled for many years getting quiet. And I look back now and I'm like, wow, the Lord has healed and done so much in my heart because I'm now able to be quiet and I can hear clearer than I could before. Mm -hmm. So it just, you know, it takes time and I guess stepping into intimacy with the Lord, you know, in that quiet, it takes time and it takes walking it out. You know what I mean? So it definitely was a problem. Now the podcast that you sent me about the quiet place, no, the secret place Mm. that was very powerful and how the Lord talks about the secret place in scripture. I can't pull it out my brain right now. This is when I need Delaney and her Delaneyisms. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we got to have her on, but yeah, the secret place really, it's almost like he says, go in your room, shut the door. Pretty much he's telling the people back in the day, turn off everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like if he were talking to us now, it'd be turn off your phones, turn off Netflix. (laughs) And I have a hard time with that. I don't like white noise, really. I mean, I'm always the type of person that has music on or some kind of podcast I'm cleaning. It's hard for me to sit in silence. I'm trying to do that more when I'm driving. And I mean, I have this dog barking at me right now. So talk (laughs) about not being silent, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at you, boy. When I'm driving in my car, a lot of times I'll try to turn off the radio and just sit there and try to pray and meditate but sometimes I'm like Katie you need to focus on the road (laughs) you know so it's hard for me to get there but I know that that's essential to tuning out the noise and trying to set the notifications on my phone to like not you know come up or make a noise or vibrate because you can be like in your groove with praying and all of a sudden it vibrates you're like oh I just got like totally out of whack Yeah. I think you have to take it little by little too, because you can't, if you've never spent quiet time with the Lord, you can't go all out and be like, I'm going to spend a whole two hours with the Lord. Oh my God. Or a whole three hour. It it doesn't, you really have to, I mean, even do it in like 15 minute increments, be like starting out for the people who like, who are listening to this, literally like take 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. turn off your phone. Or if you, if you have the app on your phone, just put it on, you know, airplane or whatever you can to Mm -hmm. distract or do not disturb. I guess you'd put it on Yeah. And take 15 minutes and just read and do, you know, do a plan or whatever. It doesn't have to be some extravagant seven hour prayer, you know, Yeah. the Lord looks at our hearts. He's not looking at, you know, you need to spend this amount of hours with me or, I mean, starting out, like, it's not about that. You know, it's about where, what your heart posture is towards yes. him. I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that because I think some people look 
at Christians and you hear those stories of people that go in their room or they shut it off and they can just pray for hours. But again, like we said, we're breaking stereotypes on this podcast. I'm glad you mentioned that because 15 minutes, even 10 minutes can make a world of difference. I'm trying to do that now and I'm trying to take smaller bites and fasting too has helped with that. I've been fasting social media because I realized that filled a void, even if there's nothing going on, like I can't hear anything. My mind is still consumed, like just mindless scrolling. Hmm. And turning yeah. notifications on social media. That was a big one. I promise you when you sit down to try and pray for the first time and just shut it off, you're going to get text messages. You're going to get <laughs> some kind of notification. Something's going to happen. Some like somebody's going to call you back that a call you've been waiting on. I mean, it's going to be thrown at you. I really feel like spiritual warfare is real. real so you have to really like literally turn your phone off to focus. No, it's a hundred percent accurate. I mean, that's, that's how the enemy gets you. He'll distract. And that's how he gets, you know, people to fall away because, you know, if you're distracted all the time, when are you going to have a moment to spend with the Lord? Cause you're just yeah. doing a million different, that's why busyness can be very toxic. If you're busy 24 yeah. seven and you know it's nice to be busy, but I think there comes a point where you need to have time as well, you know, not being constantly busy and yeah. it definitely can become you know, a sort of, I guess a sort of crutch in a way being busy all the time. Cause you're never, you never have a moment to just spend an intimacy because Jesus is looking for lovers. And I, that's, that's a quote actually. So I went to a conference uh, in Orlando a couple weeks ago. And if you guys ever heard of Heidi Baker, she's a, uh, like a super awesome woman of God who just like laid her entire life down for the Lord. And she does uh, ministry in, uh, a country in Africa and just laid her entire life down, sold all everything she had and moved. And she spoke about this, this specific quote. She said, Jesus is not just looking for leaders, but for lovers who will love him and love his presence and spend time in intimacy. And that's the key right there to all things. If you have intimacy with Jesus, everything else flows out of that. And it reminds me of that verse, you know, it talks about seek his kingdom and everything else will come about. As you stare at him, as you keep your eyes on him, everything else sort of, it sort of goes into place where it needs to be, if that makes sense. Yep. How was the conference, by the way? I know you wanted to talk about that a little bit. It was amazing. Yeah. So there was this conference I went to, um, it's called Jesus 21. It is based in Orlando, Florida. There's a church out there. Uh, It's called Jesus Image. You guys have never heard of it, but it was so, it was a beautiful time of just worship with the Lord. There were some amazing speakers there and such as there was, um, if you heard of uh, Benny Hinn was there, there was uh, Jesus Image Worship was there, Stephanie Gretzinger, just et cetera, just great people that love the Lord and aren't there for a show. You know, they're there for to worship the Lord. And it was just a great time of, of community with the people of God. And, and there was actually funny enough, the major theme, hilarious, was surrender. One of the major what? themes. Isn't that Not crazy? even kidding. See, that's God speaking to you too. I mean, God speaks through other people and sometimes you get confirmation from just things just like that. Like, yeah, I see you, God, I hear you. Absolutely. Okay, that, that's another thing. Yeah, we're going to get into more ways that God speaks. Another one is other people. God will speak through other people, whether that be friends, whether that be speakers, whether it be the pastor on Sunday, the Lord constantly uses others to speak to you. As for example, I mean, she was speaking about laying your entire life down. Jesus. And that's 
everyone got on their knees and they, there were 7,000 people in this stadium. And we all just were like, we're surrendering to the Lord. And it was a beautiful time of just quiet and intimacy. And it was like, thanks for the confirmation. God wink, Lord. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I love when God winks at us. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a ton of different ways the Lord speaks. I mean, people definitely, I mean, I, you have to take everything, you know, with a grain of salt with discernment and be like, is this from the Lord? But you can usually tell because um, when someone speaks to you, it just clicks with your spirit. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Or, okay, Lord was saying that. Or, if, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think another thing to mention is the feeling of peace has to be present. Mm-hmm. And I know we have that on our notes, how to discern if it's really from the Lord. Peace is the number one. And mm-hmm. if it goes with the biblical word, right? Like if God, if you feel like someone's telling you go do meth, I'm hate to break it to you. <laughs> That's not in the Bible. That's probably not the Lord that telling you to do that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to bring up some verses right now. You ready for this? Here yes, we go. let's do it, girl. Throw it at us. Uh, Colossians 3.15, my friends. It says exactly what she said. And let the peace of God be your umpire which you are called one body. So let the peace of God be your umpire. And so what that means is when you feel peace, when someone, when you hear someone say something or you're reading something and you feel a sense of peace, um, that's sort of, that's the Holy spirit inside of you being like, this is confirmation. Like this is, this is what you need in this moment. And so if you feel that sense of peace, definitely be like, okay, Lord, I hear what you're saying there. You know, Carol with our Bible knowledge, she is so literate in the Bible and I am illiterate. I don't even know if literate is the right word. <laughs> Wait, is it, illi- is it illiterate? Is that it's the right word? Illiterate means that you like can't read. I just said illiterate. I will make up Wait. words as I go. So we know that Wait. last time I say everything in a Southern accent too. It's just my little flair that I add. So Sarah, <laughs> you're literate in the Bible. Well, hey, that only came out of... I, I'm so embarrassed. The people that are going to listen and say, does she not know that that is a word or it's not a word, but hey, no, you're, you're great. Don't even worry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Katie is very (laughs) literate in the Bible. She's smart. Don't worry. Thank you. I am working on that a lot. Like I said before, I am doing a lot of self-reflecting and I've become a much stronger Christian in the last few years, but I'm really trying to read more of the Bible and it really does strengthen your faith and hearing from the word. And I do struggle with, oh my gosh, am I a good enough Christian? Is that why I don't hear an audible voice from God? Because I hear people that will say, oh, I heard Jesus's voice. I know that was him talking. And I'm like, okay, what did he sound like? Was he British? Was he Scottish? (laughs) Like same language? Like, tell me more. I want to hear that. And one day I just had this thought and it was like, people learn very differently. So why... Mm -hmm do you think that everyone's going to hear God the same way? Because yeah. I will say stuff like, God, let me hear your voice. Let me just hear it. And I'm I, honestly in the back of my head, I'm like, please be British. Please have an accent. <laughs> like a serious- all, Jesus is from the Middle East. He's not white. I know one. he's not white, but I don't he's know why. Like, I'm like, it, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was watching Outlander, a great Scottish show. And this oh was on and the lead character, Jamie is just the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he has the sexiest accent. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. if I heard that voice, I would like, um, what? But yeah, That's it's funny. just funny that I know people that have had those experiences that have said, I heard a voice and they can't really explain it, but they felt a peace and they, I mean, they just heard a voice, right? 
I can't technically say that I've ever really heard a voice. Now I'm seeing things in my life where God has spoken, but it wasn't an audible voice. Again, we learn differently. I think God is going to show up and we're going to hear him differently. Honestly, he's probably speaking to me all day, every day. And I'm sitting here saying, let me hear you, God. He's probably up there. Like I've been talking to you all day, girlfriend. Like, can you not hear me? You just can't see me or hear this. I mean, God even speaks in creation. You know, it talks about how, you know, the animals, the, you know, the trees, they all praise the Lord. You know, I mean, even think about a beautiful sunset. I can't tell you how many times I was in a really rough spot and I saw a sunset and it was just a promise from the Lord of everything's going to be okay. I have everything in my hands. And I remember the specific time I was actually, I think I was in Australia at the time and I was walking through a ton of healing and I was like, Lord, I'm exhausted. And I saw this beautiful Australian sunset and it was the most beautiful, or I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Sunset. Beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I just like just broke down in tears and it was just like a reminder. Yeah. The Lord speaks in, you know, everything. It's not just yep. words. It's not just, you know, um, he also, you know, prophecy he speaks through prophetic people, yep. He speaks, you know, and, and as something that I definitely flow in and Katie, I believe you do too, because you're a dreamer. You even had a few dreams before. Yeah. So I think you definitely have that gift too. I know that Kara has that gift and I love talking with her about this because I'm like, God, I want to get there. I do believe I haven't tapped into it as much as you have, but sometimes I wonder if we all have different gifts, right? Some people have the gift of that. Some people are gifted in other ways. I feel like a lot of my gifts and sharing Jesus and hearing Jesus is through serving and like volunteering and stuff like that. I have a, I have a pool to do that and a strong um, desire to do that. And I, that's when I feel like at most peace. And um, I think that's, I know that's a spiritual gift, right? Isn't that like service or something um, Mm -hmm. that you can, yeah. So I feel that, but yes, we'll have to get into the dream stuff, but Kara, you have some really cool stories and it's that's gonna take a long time. I, I was gonna start. I wanted to hear your your dream too at some point. The one yeah. you had, but I can start if you want. You go ahead because I feel like you just have some cool, cool stuff, and people need to hear it, man, because it's it's real and you got a gift, girl. <laughs> hey, God is you know, I feel like for me, I started dreaming when I was about 11, I think I was 10 or 11. And I didn't really know what it was at the time. I was just like, you know, it's just a dream. But dreams are not just dreams. Dreams are an avenue for the Lord to speak to us. And sometimes there's a lot of junk in the way. Like, I remember, I mean, if we have strayed or had, you know, I guess if we haven't had a good relationship with the Lord, I feel like a lot of times there's stuff covering that and we can't tap into it until the Lord has healed that area. And for me, I, I started when I was a kid, but... I didn't really tap into it until years later when I was finally, the Lord had set me free from a lot of stuff and walked in a lot of healing. And I started just dreaming all the time. And so I do dream all the time now, but I would say my first experience, I was 11 years old, funny story actually. So my cat was missing. This is when, um, yeah, my cat, my mom is a big cat lady. So she loves cats. She has like you do 10 too. of them. And you yeah. Love- and I have a kitty cat over here. Um, but he, my mom loves cats and I love her and she, she takes care of all the cats in the neighborhood. I tell you what, but, um, it's kind of funny. All the strays just come through their house now. Like they live out in the boonies 
my mom and dad and the, and the strays just come out of the woods man it's crazy she's like the snow white when she goes outside yeah. and she sings and all the animals come up to her <laughs> that's yes. your mama girl that's your mama that cats. yes exactly so she was really stressed my cat was a rainy night it was probably yeah 20 it was probably like 2011 or something 2010 and it was probably like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. My mom was freaking out. She's like, my cat's missing. His name was Tigre. He was missing. We couldn't find him. And I was like, okay, let's pray for him. So we prayed. And I went to bed not even thinking about the situation. Like I prayed about it and I was like, I'm going to bed now. And so I remember very vividly. Um, it was it was like a, so I fell asleep and I remember seeing this picture. It was like a if you, if you, obviously most people have dreamed, if you've dreamed, it's like, you're looking at a picture of something that's moving or it's like a moving picture. And I saw my cat. Okay. I saw my cat. It was raining. He was meowing. He was on our porch, just like meowing and wet and rainy and just upset in general. Oh. And it was probably about a five, like a 10 second dream. It wasn't long. It was just a quick little God wink snippet. And I woke up, I remember waking up suddenly. I just woke up out of nowhere. It's probably like three in the morning. And I had this knowing, I was like, I need to go downstairs, my cat's outside. And I was like, that's crazy. But in my head, I was like, I'm going to go do it anyway. You never know. Yeah. And so yeah. here's me, 11 years old, right? Walks downstairs in childlike wonder of like, maybe he's there. You know, maybe the Lord just showed me and bam, he's exactly in the same spot. Oh my God. Dream. Soaking, yes, meowing like a crazy cat and raining outside. And it was just a it was just the coolest experience because it was like, wow, the Lord trusted me enough to give me that, which was really cool. And I'm like, okay, Lord, that's cool. So anyways, that's my first experience with dreams. And from then on, it kind of just grew. And it took, it, it, it took a couple of years to kind of figure out. And so now what I do is I write down all my dreams. I dream probably almost every night. Me and too. so I write them down. Yeah, bring it in. High five. Girl, I um, dream all the time. And some family members, they're like, I don't ever dream. I'm like, what? I have very vivid dreams. So dream journal. I need to do that like you. Girl, I tell you what, it changed my life. I started writing my dreams down probably like three years, three or four years ago. Really, when right? I started. Yeah, when I started dreaming, like heavy dreaming and, and like prophetically dreaming, like things that yeah. I would even dream about people and like things that were going to happen like the next day or like um things that were going to happen and i've had a lot of spiritual demonic even demonic like the lord showing me things that are happening in the future or like spiritual warfare going on i've had a lot of i've even, ha I've even had some dreams about like fighting like the demonic in my dreams yeah, yeah i've had those dreams before too when you wake up and you're just so tired it's like have i been fighting all night uh-huh yeah i also have dreams of I'm always naked in front of someone at work. And I'm like, is no one else noticed that I'm naked? Like, it's awful. It's a yeah, that, actually, that actually means that you're vulnerable. Being yes, naked. Exactly. Exactly. So I have some vulnerability. So we're going to work on that on this podcast. But when you were dreaming, when you first started dreaming in like the cat situation, you didn't realize that was from God though. Were you just like, oh, that was just a really weird coincidence. So I did know it was from God. I had, I had a feeling, but I didn't really click. It was like, okay, that was, the Lord showed me for some reason. I don't know why my little 11 year old brain. I was like, I don't know. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> and 
and I did think it was a coincidence at first and I was like maybe I don't know it's kind of weird and super weird that that just happened but whatever and I kind of forgot about it and like just kept it in the back of my mind you know yeah and yeah that's kind of the beginning of that journey for me and, and kind of stepping into okay like and almost being open to the idea that the Lord wants to speak this way and not really understanding, but I guess having an open mind to it, if that makes sense. Did you have a dream about Australia too? Or I did have a dream about Australia. Oh, that girl, you want me to talk about that one? I, that always just sticks with me because we, Australia was so important and your healing and how far you had come. And Australia was just a really cool place for you. And I just... Um, yeah, it's just stuck with me that how cool that is that you saw it or some had some connection to it. And then you ended so, up the- yeah, so that dream, I'll just go in a quick synopsis. I don't want to talk forever here, but I had this. So years before I went to Australia, it's probably like, I want to say six years prior, probably. I was just living my dream, you know, in college and, you know, Woo! doing the thing. Go Coker. Go Coker. That's right. <laughs> go Coker. And, uh, <laughs> And I, um, I remember it was, it was the first dream I've ever had that Jesus was in it. And I think I told you this, right? I don't remember that was the first one that Jesus was in, but that's really cool. Yeah. And so in the dream, I'm on a beach somewhere. I have no idea where I am. Just, uh, it was just like a really random beach. Didn't recognize it. Didn't look like anything from where I was from. And I was just walking and I saw Jesus and I saw like a couple people around him and they were laughing and just having a good old time. And I walked towards them and I just felt so welcomed and loved. And I didn't know who these, pe- I still don't know who these people were or are. Wow. And I was like, I just remember walking up to him and he just looked so happy to see me. Yeah. And then it continued. Right. And so the next, fr- the next phase of the dream, it just like snapshotted. And it's me and Jesus and, he, and we're holding hands and we're just walking on this beach together and we're laughing and we're talking about life. And it was so profound, Katie. Like after that, it basically was like us just walking on the beach together and then it ended. And it was just so profound to me because it was, it, it was, it was directly from God. And I didn't understand it at the time. And I was yeah. like, that was weird. Uh, and then, okay, it gets weirder. The next night, okay, I had a dream and it was the same beach that I was on. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was looking at the rocks and it was like, Jesus was in front of me. And I asked him and I said, Jesus, are you with me? And he said forever and ever. And then the oh dream. My ended. Gosh. Yeah. And then, so that was again, years before oh gosh. anything gosh. was going on in my life. And so once I walked into the season of, we talked a little bit about that before, uh, the Lord started healing me and I w- ended up in Australia and I ended up on the beach that I had in the dream years prior. And I remember it was so profound because, so for me, it's really funny. The Lord always uses the number eight because I, I, numbers are big for me and the Lord. Like he speaks to me a lot through numbers. Oh my the God, number is that eight. why your cat's named Ocha? So that is coincidence, which I don't believe what? is a coincidence. I didn't even what? name him, Katie. I did not name him. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? No, not even kidding. Didn't name him. And so number eight is always a number the Lord has showed me in really, really rough seasons where I'm like, Lord, I feel desperate what's happening. And it's like the number eight represents new beginnings Yeah. and walking in a new season and the Lord just renewing whatever's going on. And so 
the Lord constantly showed me the number eight over and over when I was in Australia, when I was walking through a lot of healing. And I was like, Lord, that's a weird thing to show me. And then on that beach, someone had written out a giant eight <gasps> on the sand. I'm not kidding. Like, oh, this is all like, I'm there's like, no shut the front door. Shut yeah. the front door. <laughs> Katie, yeah. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh, I have chills right now. See, yeah, that's who the Lord I is. Mean, I mean, that's like just, oh my God, that's some confirmation. I'm on the edge of my seat, literally. Good. I mean, I, it, 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 I'm just stunned. I knew the story, but not that, um, that in depth of the story. And sure. I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm telling you, just God, he finishes what he starts to. I mean, I was just so emotional when I finally connected the dots and I was like, Lord, you knew, you knew from the beginning, you knew before I even had any idea, like you knew, and you know, Jesus is in the, is omnipresent. He's in the past, present, future. He's everywhere at once. And he yeah. knows our entire lives, you know, and I think that's such a beautiful, Yeah. I, I sent a, I shared that verse with you yesterday. I felt like that would be encouraging for our viewers here. Yeah. Listen. It was Psalm 139, and it speaks about how Jesus has an entire, or God has an entire plan. What was it, 139? I can't remember the verse. Let me go look here. But anyways, it talks about how. Before you were born, he's set out your plan, and he knows everything, past, present, future. Mm -hmm. And And he's written it down in the book. He's written it in the book of life, your entire life. I mean, how how beautiful is that, that the the Lord, I mean, we can never understand how much God loves us in our earthly minds. And that he would take the time to write out our entire lives. Like every person, like that's crazy. You know, I just looked down at my notes and this popped up. It's John 16, 13. And you actually put this one in when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the, the things that are to come. Mm, that's good amen sis yeah and you know the you six years before you know you said it was about six years ago right before you even knew what you were going to go through and how we were going to end up here you had no idea the trauma to come too oh my gosh that didn't surprise god anytime Mm -hmm. i've heard something bad like when my grandmother got cancer she told my mom she goes this didn't surprise god He's mm-hmm. known. He's got me. It's all good. And wow, that's, that's good. just a confirmation. Girl, I, I love that story. And again, that's just hearing from God. It wasn't a voice, but it was maybe a vision, maybe a dream. And just the confirmation. Also, yes. eight was my number all through high school. I had to change. Hey, girl. I to college, but <laughs> I think I had it because it was like Dale Jr. I don't know. We, <laughs> I, we grew up near NASCAR. I'm from Hartsville, South Carolina, which is where Karen and I met college, but Hartsville is like 20 minutes from Darlington Raceway. So NASCAR was all over stuff. I mean, Dell Jr., I think that was, he's number eight. <laughs> I think that's why I was number eight. Oh my gosh. That's hey, it's crazy. a strong biblical number, sis. So, hey, start looking for numbers, man. I tell I you. I might need to, but um, I just, it makes me laugh that that was the inspiration. When you live 10 minutes from the Darlington Raceway, you know, you tend to pick up numbers. My dog, my dog's feeling the Holy Spirit. If y'all can't hear it, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Holy like, Spirit activate like, right now in Jesus' he, name. Um, yeah, when I bring him back from holidays and he's been with my parents for a little bit, I'm telling you, he's like, I'm bored. Let's go outside. Let me go smell the new smells. I'm like, we got some spiritual stuff to talk about first, buddy. 
Let's go. Oh, wait, real quick. I want to add this. I found yeah. the verse. So 139, 15 through 16, it says, my frame, you know, my, my body was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, as in like heaven. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth and heaven, your eyes saw my body. All the days ordained were written in your book. Every day was already written before one of them came to be. I mean, how beautiful. I mean, if you really just take a moment and just like think about that. I mean, all the days are ordained written. He's already written every day of our lives. Like, I just think that's so, it's so profound to me. I feel like it, I've been, I, we and Katie, we've been walking through some seasons of learning to surrender. And, mm -hmm. and I guess for me, it's been a battle to trust in certain seasons. And right now it has been a battle for trusting. And I think that verse the Lord showed me yesterday. And I mean, the, the Lord of the universe, the number of thoughts that the Lord has towards you outnumbers the number of sand. We talked about that last time, yep. but like, you can't count the number of flipping sands that no. man, there's like no. bajillions. I mean, wow. Numbers that we can't even fathom. I mean, it's <laughs> insane. I'll make up a word for it in a second, but. <laughs> <laughs> a bajillion, that's what it is. I mean, and the picture that Jesus was showing me in that dream from years before of him walking me, it was him walking me out, walking out the journey with him and him leading me to healing, leading me through the journey. And that's exactly what took place. And it's often in those seasons when everything feels crazy, when you don't hear from God a lot, you feel like you can't hear. It's like you're stuck in this season and you're like, I cannot hear from God yeah. in this moment, you know, when you're kind of in the middle of it. And then I feel like but as you press in, you begin to hear more and more. And so it's just, yeah, it was just a beautiful reminder of his love for me. And even from the beginning, I mean, he formed our, our being from the beginning. I mean, he knew everything before we even became. He knows everything and knows what's to come and. I think he wants us to ask him too, like, Hey, Lord, I want to hear from you. Like you said, he wants to be pursued. I mean, think about us in relationships as humans. I want someone to be interested in me. I want someone to say like, yeah, I want to learn more about you. And there's a Bible verse that says, um, I'm pulling it up right now. When you seek me, you'll find me. And that's Jeremiah 29, 13. It's one of the promises that he leaves with us. Yes. You know, if you ask for my voice, I'll give it to you. It may not be in the way that you think. It's not going to be some Scottish accent coming down like, hey, Katie, <laughs> listen to me. But it might be a vision. It might be a number. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that I think that's kind of where I was at when I had my little dream. And I guess I'll talk about it really fast. I'm sorry. Yeah, please tell us. definitely going to bark. But um, yeah, I had this dream probably in the summer and it was in that twilighty phase when you wake up, my Pongo had woken me up for some reason. And I kind of turned over and I'm like, God, I was falling back asleep. And I was like, was I awake? Was I asleep? It was a dream. I thought, but then I was like, no, it can't be a dream. That I was sounds awake. like a vision. Katie. I was that like, I was, like yeah, I was awake for it. Right. And, um, gosh, so I was in this season of, hold on, let me get my dog straight. Give me one second. I'm going to have to forgive this dog after this. Well, it really does sound like a vision. I mean, how you're explaining it, it almost yeah. like when you're half asleep, half awake, it's that weird phase of like, yep. yep. 
Yeah. It was very much like, I don't know if I'm asleep or awake, but I was walking in a season of forgiveness and I just literally had a flashback to this, um, God, the situation with this person I was trying to forgive, I had not thought about in years. So I knew it was something that had to be from God. It was like that flashed before my eyes and all of my sins, all of his sins, all of our sins combined, basically, because I had a lot of, um, gosh, just regret and, um, shame from just some stuff that I had entertained for years. But anyway, um, that all went to this box and this box was passed off to God, literally. Like I passed it off and it was like, I'm forgiven. He's forgiven. Everything's forgiven. And I had overwhelming peace, peace. I cannot explain. I cannot explain this peace. And I was like, uh, okay. I think that was something, but I'm not going to talk about it. And I didn't tell you for like six months because I didn't think anything of it. I was like, that was just a really weird dream Lord. And then I went to Bible study a week after that. And I wasn't even prompt. I I wasn't going to talk about it. And all of a sudden I felt prompted towards the end. And I talked about that. And a girl beside me who had moved to Charleston, had an awful breakup, was going through a lot. And she was asking me questions and I was trying to, you know, give her some guidance on my situation. I'd walked through a couple years before and she started crying. I'm like, oh my God, what, what's going on? And she said, I just had a similar situation type thing. It was um, when she was sick and basically lying in the bed having COVID, but she started crying. She goes, I'm so glad you talked about that because I felt like I had something like a confirmation through a dream type situation. And she's like, I wasn't going to talk about it. When you talked about it, I had to bring it up. And that was huge for me. Um, That was again, God talking to me, confirming that that was from God, but the peace was what made it feel so different, you know? Yes. Amen, sis. I mean, that's beautiful. I mean, the whole idea of that dream, Yep, it's about surrender, right? And forgiveness. And is that not what we're talking about in our lives right now? This season of surrender, this season of learning to let go of the old and step into the new. Yeah. And another point to share, if you are entertaining sin in your life, Greg Groschel, sorry, sorry. We talked about this last time. It's Groschel. It's harder to hear from the Lord, right? Yes, absolutely. And I didn't realize I was walking in a lot of unforgiveness and bitterness in my heart. I thought I was over it or thought over certain things. I mean, just um, from a while back. And I was like, maybe this is why I can't hear from God because you know what? I'm walking around with such unforgiveness in my heart. And then when I had that dream about forgiveness, I'm like, wow, okay, that was unique. But the box thing, I can't get over that. It was so symbolic of like, I, everything was like put into this box and I just passed it off. And I'm like, here you go. All right, take it. It was, wow. it was a thing. yeah. That's beautiful. I just love that picture. I mean, girl, me too. Me too. <sighs> I think the box was like reddish purpley. Um, yeah, that was, I don't know if that's something else. Kara's really means good. royalty. See, she's very good with symbolism and dreams. You actually have a book about that, right? I do, yeah. And that usually means cool. redemption, yeah. usually. Yeah. Red is redemption. Or it could be like, um, you know, the blood of Jesus covering sins. Yeah. And then purple is representative usually of royalty. Yep. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah, usually I that's that. what it 
I mean, obviously, I'm obsessed with the Royals, so. <laughs> okay, yeah, you love. love her. That's your name again? Kate Middleton, right? Is that her name? I could have a podcast on the Royal history. Kara, like. Okay, what is it that you love about her? I'm genuinely curious. Like, what is it that you love so much? So, I love her volunteer work. If you mm-hmm. look into it, it's not that she's the princess. Yes, I love that story. But I love her charities with children. And I just think she's so classy and graceful. It's just who I aspire to be. I she's love, great, yeah, I love who, what she stands for. I think she's just so classy and elegant. I just think she's a good role model. I just love her charities too. If I could do that as a living, I know I joke about being in the royal family, but <laughs> I really do. It's a joke all the time. Like people know me as like the royal crazy person, but I would love to do that. If I could just volunteer and do charities. I mean, she's just, it's amazing, but um. Hey, you're in the you're in the Lord's royal family, my friend. I am. You know what? That makes me love it even more. You know, I'm a child of the king, honey. Amen. That's right. Friend. But yeah, <laughs> just I mean, getting back, hearing from God is you're not alone if you feel like you can't, because there are times I'm like, God, where are you? And mm-hmm. I know he's right there, but I'm like, I just want to hear your voice. Like, God, speak to me in five seconds, one, two, three, four, five, and then nothing happens. Like he's not going to come and do that. You know, right. you gotta, you gotta check, also check your heart too, because heart, as heart you're posture. Saying, yes, check heart your heart posture. What, what are you, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but I, for me, like when I got clean from a lot of stuff, like the Lord did a lot of healing mm-hmm. as you walk in that healing, I, I believe for me, and for everybody else, I really do. It start the gifts will start flowing, man. I tell you, when you yeah. walk in healing, when you start getting whole and set free, like the Lord will just start exploding. You'll just start exploding with hearing the Lord, and I feel like that's um, that's what happens a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think to wrap all this up, what are some tips that we can give to listeners about hearing from God? I'll start with mine that I'm trying to work on. And this is accountability. I'm really working on this, taking 10 to 15 minutes to turn off my phone and have quiet time. And I have this new app on my phone with the update where I can do notification silence and it sends a message to other people that I have my notification silence. So I am trying to do that and practice makes perfect. Just doing that every day. And that's really, that's, I'm trying to be accountable. Um, so I, obviously I want you and I to like, we talk off camera all the time because we're, you know, becoming BFFs, but yeah, we're, I mean, yeah, obviously like we, I, you know, someone, you have to keep your friends in check. Like, Hey, Kara, you know, if I haven't read your Bible <laughs> me later, and if I haven't done my 10 to 15 minutes, just say like, Katie, you need to do it. Or yeah, that's a big thing for me is quieting my mind. And I'm type a I'm OCD. Like there's always stuff I want to do busy body. Um, but that's a big one. It's just calming the mind. What, and what number are you on the Enneagram? Three. I believe okay. I'm a three. I'm going to retake the test, but I'm 99% sure, sure I'm a three. Which one is that? Is that the perfectionist one? Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> I'm a seven. I'm um, we need to go over Enneagrams, Enneagrams. I never say things right. Oh my gosh, it's fine. We need to go over those because there's a book out that's about your type and how it relates and like your Christian gifts and spirituality. Mm-hmm. We need to go over that. But yes, I am like 99% sure I'm a three. I think I'm not a one. I think three is um, overachiever. I don't, some, mm, we got to look that up. But yeah, that's my, that's my goal. 
And that's what I would. I'll look it up for you. So number, well, I'm number seven, which is always on the go, childlike enthusiasm, well-liked, upbeat, optimistic, easygoing. Um, I love this curious, sparkling eyes. That's a good one. (laughs) Oh, you do have sparkling, curious eyes. I can see it through the zoom camera. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you say three or four? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Let me look really quick. Yeah. It's probably the perfection. My, my first guess would be like, okay, you're, um, let's see threes, self-assured, attractive, charming. Oh, I love all those words. Yeah, you're very motivated to do things. Uh, let's see. You're like you're like um, Emperor Constantine. That's one of the examples. Oh, see, I'm always going back to royalty. That's all I'm saying. Hey, Prince William's on here. Oh, that's my husband. That's my, that's my husband. husband. I say that's my future second husband, but no, no, no. I'm not going to claim that. Not claim that. That's so funny. But yeah, I would say. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just we need to do a whole podcast on that and how it relates. Again, like type threes, you may have a hard time hearing from God because you can't shut things off. Mm. So that's another 2022. Yeah, girl. I mean, two is a great number. I mean, two means two means a lot of things. Covenant, the number two means covenant. Unity, good numbers, man. But I would say my advice would be what you said as well. Take a few minutes to spend with the Lord. Even just daily, just put a timer on. It doesn't have to be some crazy amount of time and I also want to say like ask the Lord seek the Lord on this and ask him Lord I want to hear clearly from you please show me and keep asking because you know it reminds me of that story of the uh, persistent widow she just kept asking the Lord kept asking Jesus oh yeah yep and I don't remember where that is I think it's it's somewhere in the Old Testament but um you as we continue to ask I mean (laughs) I don't want to go back to this but you know that verse about the fish and the 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 dad remember we were talking about last time the oh my uh, gosh the snake or yeah <laughs> hey if you ask your dad for a fish is he going to give you a spider or a snake no I hope not I would be exactly. mad yeah how much yeah. more does the heavenly father want to connect with you I mean that's our that's the entire thing he wants connection with us that's the entire reason we're here to connect with him, to love his people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to also love. So basically the Lord wants us to have the father's heart towards others, you know? And that's so funny. That's actually really random. That's like a prophetic word I got at the conference. Oh, it was like, yeah. you have the father's heart towards people and you, you protect people because you pray for them. And it was just like a cool, like I had like dreams about people and I pray for them. And I'm like, the Lord, like, I'm a bit of, I'm an intercessor. Like I pray for people and I feel like yeah. that's the father's heart. He wants, you know, if you're not praying for them, who is, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I would just say, number one, read the Bible at least 15 minutes a day. Number two, um, ask the Lord and consistently ask for a new way of you speak of him speaking to you. Yeah. And to have your eyes open to it too. Yes. Yeah. And then eyes I open. think. The final thing I would say is just check your heart too for that, you know, that sin, like for me, the forgiveness thing, and we're going to have to do a whole podcast on forgiveness. That has been a journey I walked through and just learned so much about that, but check your heart, you know, and there's some <laughs> sins that. like check your heart, check it before you check wreck that, <laughs> check, check it, it at the door. It. but yeah, <laughs> sometimes you have to come to God like, Hey, I'm 
I got some unresolved things and maybe that's why I can't hear from you because that's blocking it. So mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah, ask the Lord to reveal that. And I think that would be, sometimes that's a yeah, barrier. Walking in the, I'm sorry, I keep doing that. Go ahead. Karen and I are both at the end of this week and we're just tired and it's holly jolly, but I'm glad we could get this out before 2022. Yes. Yes. You guys, we are, we're glad to get another, another episode out. It's been yeah. a, um, we're excited. Yeah. 2022. This is my goal. 2022 best year ever people. Yes. Let's go. I'm pumped. I mean, two, 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 triple two good number. All right. Good. Okay. You're the numbers girl. So thank you. <laughs> so that's my goal. And this is great because I struggle with this. I want to be more accountable as far as taking time with the Lord and I've done really well, but I'm want, trying to grow that and like add on to it and be consistent. So that's my goal for 2022. Two, two, two. Yes. That's a, hey, it's a great number. I mean, it has many. Well, I would say the biggest thing is, um, let me see. It can, I think it has a lot to do with open doors too. The Lord opening. Well, the number two is the number of unity, but triple two. Yeah. Um, it can mean a lot of different things. Mostly about, I guess, the Lord showing truth and revealing truth. Um, and also, I, I think another one is, let me see. Oh, here, this is funny. Um, this is a word that I, I found. It was like, expect to, to see an outpouring of power from heaven. Enable you to walk in wonders and dreams and visions. And um, yeah. that's kind of funny. It was two, two, two. So praise God for that. And yeah, just unity with the Lord, you know. So. Anyways, we are pumped. We're glad you're listening and we're thankful for you once again. Thank you guys. Please comment and subscribe to us. We are freed indeed with Karen, Katie. And we are freed, my friend. We are freed indeed. And hopefully we get this out before January 1st. That's the plan. That is the plan. We're going to get it out there, people. And and please let us know if you like this episode. Love to hear your thoughts. Please. If you have any cool stories. Cool stories. Yeah. Tell us about your God dreams. Tell us about the way the Lord speaks to you. And we'd love to hear what you have to say. Yep. Anyway, we're blessed to have you here listening to us. And yeah. yeah. We love you guys. 